0: and welcome to a special edition of the long snapper podcast we don't have many of them well they're all special but this one's, <laughs> Any. This one's just different <laughs> um i am adam well there are two adams today i'll come to that um mark is here hello mark hello pat is here hello pat evening and hello craig what's up what's up um rich hello evening There's... I'm scaring you, listeners, because there are a lot of us. Uh, this happened recently <laughs> and it was chaos. Um, also joining us, we have Adam Barton um, from, well, 99 Yards fame and just Adam Barton fame, um, <laughs> who, is, who has been coordinating something quite special with a lot of um, British NFL fans, British NFL podcasters. Um, Adam, welcome to the show, first of all. Thanks. Um, nice to be on. Yeah it's 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 taken too long we should have done this before but anyway how, how, long, I'm, till
1: I'm... You be- how long till he becomes a semi-regular now he's been <laughs> uh, all right that's pretty much how it works.
0: that is how it works you're, that, yeah you're basically now a member of this podcast um <laughs> why don't you explain what you're doing and well ultimately then I'll, I'll explain kind of what we're doing um but what the this project's all about
2: so as as you're hinting at uh you guys are, are part of the project that i've been putting together since probably about mid-season, well, there was a bit of thinking earlier than that, but essentially, it's a UK, an NFL UK list of who our uh, all-pro and awards are, and much like the way that the AP has awards and they've announced the all-pro this week, we've tried to panel get a panel together with uh, with a member of each team, so there's there's no bias or anything. And uh, good podcasts like yourself, of course, and and other NFL writers within the UK. But good also... good podcasts <laughs> and ourselves, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, to uh, to put together this this list, as much as anything, as a bit of fun, but equally, I think it will be very interesting to see how uh, how uh, British fans and and getting more of a fan view rather than the, the journalists' view. Uh, compares on on the awards and 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 the All Pro list. We're not going as far as the second All Pro, but we've we've got one uh, a position for everyone at at least. Uh, so yeah, it's it's good, Hopefully, going to be good fun when we uh, find out the results.
0: Okay. So what what we're going to do on this pod is come up with the Long Snapper Podcast vote for for every position concerned. As you said, we've got an All Pro team to fill, um, but we're also going to talk about um, the prestigious awards like MVP. Um, offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. We'll we'll come to all those. Um, there are some of these involve a bit of grunt work, and there are more interesting discussions on some positions than others. Um, so what what we're going to do on the pod really is is to debate some of the the skill positions and the the more interesting ones. Um, what we've done, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that the left guard is isn't interesting, um, but. Um, We've we've sort of done this earlier. Um, what we've done with some of the less fashionable positions is split some of the workload. Um, so maybe not immediately, but I'll go through some of those later in the pod and we split some of that work up. Um, but um, the more, well, flagship awards, um, the sexy skill positions, um, we're going to have a chat about and come up with a, a long snapper podcast vote. Um, so, yeah, to avoid bias um, in the in a bit of an arbitrary way, but um, we thought it might make a, a podcast worth listening to. It may not. You know, this may hit the cutting room floor, but um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Um, I'll start at the top and the most valuable player, our, which hasn't happened officially yet in the NFL. We touched on this actually in, I think, uh, the last week or the week before on the podcast, uh, debating whether... Um, There's a case for Derek Henry for everything he's achieved as a running back. But typically it goes to a quarterback. Um, Rich, why don't we start with you? And if it is a quarterback, um, who should it go to?
3: I'm going to make Mark smile because I think Josh Allen has been the outstanding quarterback of the season. Uh, Pat Mahomes has been setting the standard for the last couple of years. I don't feel like the Chiefs have been quite up there this year. Uh, and Josh Allen's been a revelation. That you look at his stats across the board. You look at the Bills' offense generally this season; they, they've been brilliant.
0: Yeah, this is this isn't the way I planned this to go. But um, <laughs> well, I'm not going to go to Mark next. Craig, um, any uh, any other? <laughs> Assuming this doesn't go to Josh Allen, but we'll see. Um, any QBs that you feel should, should get this?
4: Uh... I, I I don't actually I'm not sure QB wins it um but if I am going to pick a quarterback it has to be Josh Allen I don't I don't think there I I I agree <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know how you can look past him quite frankly I do think he has been the most consistent outstanding player this year um so you know I'm not sure there's much argument I think he has been the best QB this year
0: if you you mentioned that you might not give it to a QB um, are you are you batting on my team here <laughs> no one no <laughs> well no <laughs>
4: sorry to disappoint pick a number um but no not not quite not right now um but i, I do think that it's difficult because i'm not I, I get the argument for henry um to be honest with you i don't think either of them i will talk about I'm, it's one of my picks i actually think it's hard to look past Aaron Donald if it, and if you look at what the Rams are doing right now, um, I think Aaron Donald is as good a candidate as any in the league for MVP this year. He's just unplayable.
0: I, I, it's hard to argue with that. It's, it's, it's one of those things that it tends to go to a quarterback. Um, I think if we're going to get consensus, I imagine that's where we're likely to go. Um, Pat, we haven't heard from you yet. What are your thoughts?
5: Yeah, my nomination goes to quarterback and it goes to Aaron Rodgers, who's got so much out of so little in Green Bay. I mean, all right, Devante Adams is top tier, but look at the supporting cast behind that and look at what Rodgers has managed to wring out of them. It's been an incredible season. And, you know, I love just Aaron as much as the next man. But you can't take away from Rodgers getting the first seed with that backing group. Okay.
0: I think it's fairly clear what Mark's going to think about this. Um... <laughs> You'd be surprised, actually. Uh, well, go on then. Surprise me.
1: Well, because uh, I mean, I came into this thinking that I basically can't say hey, Josh Allen because yeah. everyone will be like, "Oh, what a, <laughs> what a Homer idiot! You can't, you can't do that." So, I mean, I think considering the season that he's had. It's it's really hard to look past Aaron Rodgers and a, a lot of there was a lot of debate going into the season after um they again, you know, they, they draft Jordan Love and everyone's like, Oh, is that gonna be is everyone getting sick of him? Is he gonna be really annoyed? Is he not gonna be that player anymore? And if anything, he's produced one of his best ever seasons this year. And I think considering their kind of that he makes that offensive line look good, the running game is, is okay, but it's certainly not like grade A top tier. Um, and like like you said, after Devontae Adams, they've got he, he's basically nothing, and yet they're still one of the most higher powered offenses going. Is
4: that uh, fair? I, I think you're doing Aaron Jones a disservice there. He's all right, he's all right, I, but is I'm, I'm more thinking of
1: like. Valdez Scantling. I'm thinking of, of like Laz- Lazard
4: and those kind of guys. That
1: you know, they're a, a, they but...
4: found out the other day is the league, in, <laughs> the, the league in touchdown receptions for tight ends. Yeah, but
1: I mean, like, would he <laughs> would he be if he didn't have Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball?
4: Yes, but I guess for me the thing is this MVP right, most valuable player, and I think given what we've said, you look at the quarterbacks, and if you was to slot in other quarterbacks, I feel like. um Green Bay would be where they were. And that's not taking anything away from Rodgers. It is. He's probably his best year in five years. But the Rams are nothing without Aaron Donald. Nothing. They are not in the playoffs. They are not competitive. He is everything to that team. I'll
0: I'll tell you what we we need to probably bear in mind. Mean, my immediate reaction to all this is, is this is just going to be impossible to come to a consensus <laughs> on, on most of these. Um, we have we have hey, other if awa- you need my
1: vote to go to Josh Allen. So he wins. It, I'm more than happy to do. It. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm
0: sure. Uh, well, um, I might go to Adam to try and help moderate this. But um, we've got offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year to decide as well. Um, you mentioned Aaron Donald.
1: That's be that, that award is beat. done.
0: Yeah, it could be a shoe, a shoe in there. Um Adam, what? Uh, well, what do you? Who do you think's the MVP from the chat we just had?
2: <laughs> I I went quite quite plain. I have to be honest. I went with Aaron Rodgers. When you look at his stats across the board, into he's head he's ahead of Josh Allen on pretty much all of those, apart from yards. I think he's had forty eight touchdowns, and five interceptions, which is is mad especially when you take into account the uh, the cast he's got behind. Mm. I, I think the Aaron Donald conversation is interesting, but the only thing I'd think about that is I, I can't remember the last time we had a, a defensive MVP and it's not been a, a, a record-breaking season uh, for, for him. He hasn't broken the sacks record. Obviously, I know it would be difficult for a defensive tackle to do so, but there's there's nothing there in terms of narrative for, for a defensive player to win it, in my view, but uh, I'm... I, I don't want to, to
5: swing the vote in any way, but yeah, that's that's my uh, my point of view. Green Bay have had more touchdowns than punts this season, which is just so miraculous. Buffly. It's so buffalo. <laughs> no, I never heard of them. <laughs> 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 they're, not,
0: they're not fashionable enough. That's the, that's the thing. Um, I know all about that. Those two
1: mainstream markets, Green Bay and Buffalo, leading the way on
5: offense. <laughs> 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 Who's um, your pick, Ad- Ad- Admin Foxcroft? OK, well, I, I think it's
0: I mean, I'd, I'd love to give it to Henry, but there's an element of I mean, I, I'm i with you, Craig, on the most most valuable player. Um, but the definition is 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 wrong really often. And it's it's a knee jerk. It, it gets given to a QB most years, almost every year. Um.
4: JJ uh, I, what I, I, the last defensive player to win it by the way Sh- I, I'm, I'm going to google that actually carry on sorry it's,
1: it's Adam. <laughs> Taylor, isn't it? I think, I don't think anyone I don't think a defensive player has won it since LT. Yeah,
4: I think you're right there I got to say
3: like in the just... 80s or something it's crazy yeah you could be right we um, mentioned but... we mentioned this on last week's pod I hate the fact that it's a it always seems to be a, a popularity contest rather than a true m v p and much as I hate to agree with Craig making good points um it is a good point that <laughs> yeah. Ram's defense absolutely is pivotal in terms of having him there
4: yeah they're nothing they are nothing they are not competitive about him
3: I don't know that that's necessarily true as they showed after he was out the game last night, but um he's he's such a huge influence on that team and in that locker room um there are other good pieces there, but he is so important to them you're right mate i can't find a
0: all right well let's let's jump around a little bit um anyone objects to aaron Rodgers going in as defensive player of the year sorry aaron (laughs) Donald's too many aarons um aaron donald going in as as defensive player of the year
1: no i think honorable mention to tj watt who's been phenomenal for the steelers but i think it's um it's between him and aaron donald and i think donald takes it for me
5: Honourable mention to Fred Warner for being the defensive player I've most enjoyed watching consistently this season. He's
3: he's another one that is immensely important at an overall team level because he, he basically is is running that team on the field in terms of the coordination. Um, and it's been a heavily injury hit. Uh, <laughs> Fred, Fred Warner's generally. done well
0: by, by not missing at least 10 games. And there aren't many other 49ers that? that can
3: say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also keeping the, the defense to a high level while we've got so many starters out is, is impressive.
0: Okay, um, let's have let's tr- should we try and vote on MVP? Um, um, maybe maybe Adam, there might be you might need a casting one as a as a guest if we don't get a consensus. I think, oh, I don't know, I'm I have to vote for Aaron Rodgers. I just think he's done he's done so much for Green Bay. And he's he's in a similar a similar thing with Aaron Donald. He's just such a difference maker. You take him out of there, then they're hardly anything. Um that's that's where my vote's going. Craig, I assume you're voting for Donald.
4: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers okay. would get my offensive MVP, but I would I think Donald is the most valuable player. I just think he is.
5: Sure. Okay. Uh Pat, who are you voted uh, for? I said Aaron Rodgers at the start, if I changed in the last five minutes, that would be uh, bad form.
0: <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't be the first time one of us has done that uh mark are you saying are you saying the same thing
1: um well now that he's now that i didn't even nominate him i'm now going to vote for uh josh allen <laughs> 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 of
3: course you are <laughs> rich uh, i'm gonna stick with josh allen um i think given the complete lack of a run game other than him uh he he's been immensely important for for that offense, so. Yeah, sticking with Josh Allen.
0: Okay, we're we're beautifully split uh, <laughs> now. Um, Craig, Craig, or I would well,
4: I would have to go Rogers. After that,
0: you
1: said Josh Allen earlier on. Well, they
4: made <laughs> you said points. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> earlier. They, they on. What's your made, point?
5: They made, <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
4: laughs> and they made they made some good points about Rogers, and I think can, the thing is, I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is necessarily a better quarterback. In Josh Allen. And this is the thing that frustrates me. It's, I guess it's my understanding of MVP. Who is the most valuable player? And I think that Aaron Rodgers is the most valuable player to... Or most valuable offensive player to any team in, in the league.
0: Okay, I think we're saying Aaron Rodgers is the Long Snapper podcast MVP. Um, I assume we're also saying he's the Offensive Player of the Year. Is there any uh, Adam... I, I guess, are there any issues with having the same person to get those two awards? Are we, are we encouraged to pick a different one?
2: Well, I went with a different one because that's uh, uh, part of the reason why I went with Aaron Rodgers. Is I, I guess I was, I was going with the, the sort of standard approach of it has to be a quarterback for, for MVP. I know it doesn't, but come on, let's yeah. be honest <laughs> about these okay. things. And, um, and offensive player of the year tends to be the the, the second second place uh, second best offensive player. I I, I hate the offensive yeah, okay. player of the year award solely because the MVP is an offensive is always always an offensive player. But I went with Derek Henry. Um, I, I don't think you could look look beyond that. I, I'd far rather the, just going for, as a general point that offensive player of the year was best skill position rather than MVP.
0: But that that's my vote. Okay. Um. I, I'd, I'd second that approach quite happily. <laughs> um, oh, to extend your podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, there's that. Um, Mark, what do you think? Offensive Player of the Year?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think for, for me, this is always needs to be an award that looks outside the quarterbacks because at one of the other skill positions, so best wide receiver, best running back, and anytime you get a running back that's achieved two thousand yards in a season, um, absolutely has to have some recognition. So Derek Henry for me as well.
0: Okay. Is that sounds like this might be quite a consensus shout if you disagree.
4: I've got... Go on,
3: Rich. I, I was going to say, I agree with Derek Henry purely on the 2,000 yards thing. I mean, he's he's been immense this year. Um, I do think we have to shout out Devontae Adams in the season that he's having. He's very, very close to being in there. And any other year without Henry getting over that massive milestone, I think he'd be it. Yeah, i do. So, yeah, 100%. so
4: my, my my only other shout is um, I think I do. I, I think it's hard to look past two thousand yards in Derrick Henry, but it's
0: honorable. it's a bit it's Let, a bit like what you were saying about Aaron Donald. Is if if you take Henry away from the Titans, you're fucked. They're not an eleven win team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, know, and, and
4: not not only that, but it's his own play. Right, he is so is so evident what he is bringing to the team. Um, But in that same breath with the same approach, if it wasn't Derek Henry, I do, I I think like honorable mention to Alvin Kamara, uh, when you lead your team in rushing and receiving and yet find their players out, but yeah, players out all year. And you are the only thing that was generally positive. In my opinion, you got Taysom Hill through three games. You know, I I do. I, I think Alvin Kamara is one of, if not the best offensive player in, in the league. But I wouldn't be mad at Derrick Henry.
0: Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in Henry um for that. We've we've mentioned defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. Um all right, ne- next up, um a couple that probably sit at a slightly different place actually. Offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. Now we haven't mentioned any rookies in any of this chat so far. Um let's let's start with the
5: offensive rookie of the year. Um Pat, I'll go to you. I went for Justin Jefferson, fourteen hundred receiving yards for a rookie—absolutely immense. And I hear the arguments for players like Justin Herbert, but no, not 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 more important than someone matching the talents like uh, Adam Thielen in that offense. It's it's been an amazing year for Jefferson. I couldn't agree more with that
0: mark give us some thoughts
1: yeah i i would i would go with jeff um, jefferson as well when they traded away stefan diggs who also should get an honorable mention for offensive player of the year by the way um (laughs) when when he went for them to go and it was a great a great trade for the bills but it turns out i think to be quite a great trade for the vikings as well um because he's been fantastic and he does look extremely randy moss-esque and um He's, he should have, if he keeps going on the trajectory he's got, should have a fantastic career. So, yeah, Jefferson for me. As good as um, Herbert has been, it's uh, JJ.
0: Okay. Craig, any, any different thoughts to that?
4: No. This Love is, a, this is a,
0: a consensus, I think. Love, this is
3: efficient. I, go. I'm going to make us less efficient. I I'm Obviously, we're going to end up going for Jefferson here, and he has been immense this year. But for me, Herbert's been absolutely incredible. Uh, Four thousand three hundred passing yards, thirty-one touchdowns to ten interceptions as a as a rookie coming in, and he didn't even get the full season. I think he missed the first three games, two and a half games. Um, that is hugely I'll impressive. And and honestly, if if they have better defensive play on that on that roster, they make the playoffs. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I think, uh, but, it's, but I do think it's pretty even between the two. I just think that Herbert needs to have have his case made. Okay, you've made his case. We're going to move on. <laughs>
0: Justin Jefferson, offensive You're still rookie wrong. of the year. <laughs> um, defensive rookie of the year.
2: This um, is tough.
0: Well, <laughs> um, well, I've I've typed Chase Young in already. Um, do I need to hit the delete key? Anybody? Nope. Nope. There you go. This I is, was the this only one who
5: disagreed with this. Uh, my shout was Jeremy <laughs> Chin for his consistent top tier level work in that Carolina secondary. Didn't he 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 got two touchdowns in the same game, didn't he? I he think. did. But um, it's not yeah. just the flashiness, it's the fact that he's consistently put up numbers that make him look like a veteran at his position rather than a rookie at his position, and that impresses the hell out of me. Chase Young took some time to get going, was very impressive at the back end of the season, but I think there's a bit of recency bias there.
0: I, I think, again, with him, with, with Young anyway, he's a big reason that, that the Washington football team made the playoffs. Absolutely. In, in my opinion. Alright, um, next up. Go on, Rich.
3: We're doing Comeback Player of the Year, aren't we? And I'm yes. going to shout <laughs> at anyone who says it's not Alex Smith. <laughs> That's good, because I <laughs> said it was Alex that
1: Smith. It used to be referred to as the Alex Smith Award from that Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: actually
2: put someone else down, but... No!
1: <laughs>
2: I'm, but... Only because it's not been reported nearly as much as I think it should have been. and I, I Partly because it's a narrative award, I guess. And I know this player hasn't missed that much time, but I put Rigoberto Sanchez. Ah, uh, yes.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, he, he's... Uh, so yeah. I hope
2: Alex Smith wins it, but I did want Rigoberto Sanchez to get at least one vote, is, is the honest <laughs> way of, <laughs> I approach that.
0: That's, that's fair enough. He, well, I mean, to, as a position... Um, Bro, just
4: walking again. Too many awards just walking. <laughs> just just walking again is comeback player of the year. The guy w- was crumpled. He looked like he would never walk again and he played NFL. I don't care. It has to be <laughs>
2: Alex Smith. Has to be. I, I agree with that. But as I said, I just wanted to make sure that Sanchez got
5: at least a, a, a vote. <laughs> I think that. Have
3: we lost Adam? We've lost Adam, haven't we?
5: In his absence, I guess the next one on the list is Coach of the Year. So what, what's everyone's thoughts on the uh, Head Coach of the Year?
1: I mean... I'm, <laughs> Go on, Mark. I'm tra- <laughs> we know you won't <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think partial Sean McDermott, but I can't. Um, I think there's, there's an element with him that it is kind of in tandem. It's him and Brandon Bean that makes... It's that executive team that's helped... But how they've, how he has managed to put together an offense like that and come up with a game plan that's going as, as it is, is phenomenal. And um, yeah, Sean McDermott for me.
0: So Can you will hear me. I'm back. Welcome yeah, back. Yeah. We carried uh, on without you. Um, yeah, I, I, you, it sounds like you're discussing the coach of the year. That I would also agree with Sean McDermott
3: whoa whoa
4: whoa no 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 that was just mark um that <laughs> oh, was it well uh, no that's where I, that's
0: where my head's at uh, I, right, I i, do, I make, do think i make the case i do for think guys
5: no. <laughs> <laughs> i presume that's the prosecution yeah from from, from from
4: from after this after this year let's never say his name again let's make him like voldemort it's, it, it can't be do any good for our vibes let's just never say his name again um adam, I, I, just I, a g-
0: question on this just if if the long snapper podcast give coach of the year to adam Gase, i take it we won't be doing this next year
2: <laughs> I think yeah, we won't protest, be though. I'm all, everyone would end up doing that. <laughs> I'm,
4: all, I'm, I'm, already, uh, I'm already disappointed that we've wasted 30 seconds making jokes about it. Um, the, I, I, get, I'm, I get the argument for uh, McDermott, I'm, and I wouldn't be mad, but I, I, I find it hard to look past Coach Tomlin. I just think what he's done with the Steelers yeah. so consistently with what we've seen to be actually maybe not as good a team as we thought if he's not up there or thereabouts i'm disappointed actually that's my vote i think tomlin is probably coach to year okay i think I'm Buffalo not... are better, more more tanned
0: uh, you might be right i'm not i'm not anti tomlin at all um rich pat what do you think
3: um i would be happy with either of those choices i want to have a, a quick homer mention of uh Carl shanahan for getting us to six wins with a team that was utterly depleted but i think probably tomlin edges it based on talent levels at the club
1: i, th- I think the problem the thing against tomlin is that as we've discussed on the pod he's the- they've been fine that i don't if we are talking about talent on defense i think they're probably one of the most stacked teams and stacked rosters in the league by a mile um, and they've looked fine, but then you look at their schedule and the teams that they've beaten have been all right. And then it gets to playing some of the more difficult sides and they've fallen off a cliff. Um, that, I think, plays against Tomlin for me, but that's only because I'm I'm fully team, team <laughs> McDermott.
5: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pat, have you got? I went for Bruce Arians on the basis that, as Greg regularly points out, if you're a neutral, his is the team that you want to watch. He's got an excellent defence, a stacked offence much as I don't want them to win because of who they've got there, they're bloody good to watch, so that was where my vote went Okay,
4: This shit's hard, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: it, it is, it is, I hadn't, I hadn't really considered Arians um,
1: No, not that, me neither actually, it's a decent shout no, though to be good fair
0: I think, oh, Craig, so, Craig I... you've Sorry, sorry Adam <laughs>
2: So I, I uh, obviously I've been sending out the uh, the link to the, the poll all week and that, that bit's been pretty easy. I don't know how easy it'll be to chase people who haven't filled it in next week. But I finally <laughs> sat down to do it myself on uh, last
0: night and I was just like, oh my God, this is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> who did you pick as a matter of interest? For a coach? Yeah,
2: yeah. I went with McDermott. Um, if you look at the path that they've been on from... 20- obviously they're in the playoffs in 2017 but they've been, they've been in the playoffs three years out of four. I know it is, it's an award over the last year, but to have gone from six and 10 in, in 2018 to 13 and three, and the advance of Josh Allen, which obviously you could put on Brian Dable more than, uh, more than McDermott, but I think he's, he's built a really good team that's, that's going to last for a couple of years in Buffalo and a, a team that hasn't been playoff regulars and certainly not division winners in, in the recent past.
1: That is the correct answer, Adam. Well done. <laughs>
5: It sounds just, like our majority answer as well, so let's go with that, shall we? I think well, you well, <laughs> I, I made you made a point, Mark, around
4: the GM, and I just don't think you can overlook it. What we talked about is how... like, I, what, what I've been most impressed about Buffalo is how big club they are, and the moves that they've made, and the, how, the impact that that's had. Um, and I just don't see Tomlin getting that level of support. I, I mean, they're carting out Big Ben still, and he's still getting 11 wins in a year. I just think it's... I think it's very, very harsh on coach Dominic to not be considered the best I, in the league. I think, he's used... in,
1: I think he's in the conversation, but I don't think you could, I, I, I don't see many arguments actually where you can give him coach of the year. Well,
2: n- is it not harder to give him coach of the year, having won the first 11 and lost the next uh, four, or uh, rather than the other way around, it, it, Exactly, you know, and then won 11? Yeah. I can't remember the exact uh, flow of their games, but just to have a, a worse second half of the season makes it a bit more difficult to give him the award.
4: So, but right. I would in very... those
1: in those games where the, where the games were deemed slightly harder as well.
4: Well, and they're already in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, because they beaten,
4: the, beaten the crackers. And their and their quarterback has got one arm and half a leg.
3: Like right. he, he he's oh, really do you know, getting. Do you know
0: what, Craig? You're convincing me on this. Oh, to... we're gonna have to vote again, Rich. Domin. Yeah. Mark McDermott,
3: McDermott by mile.
0: Pat, you said Arians. Yep. Um, Craig, you're saying Tomlin. Yep. I'm because I'm flip. I'm I'm a bit torn. I think we I think we have to give this to Tomlin on balance. Um Coach Tomlin. Coach Tomlin. He's completely
1: wrong, but I'll but you know <laughs> too much, Mark. <laughs>
0: that that just makes me that just reinforces a decision now you said that um yeah. if you thought that picking a coach of the year was hard um yeah, the next is, one is impossible a, co- a coordinator of the year now Sorry I, guys. i feel <laughs> yeah <laughs> i there are so many people you could make cases for um i'll so i did this myself as a titans fan or representative so I've, I've done all these as sort of my decisions um, I went for Dennis Allen um, but I don't, I don't feel like you could make you can make cases for so many people here um, but just, just with him what he's done with that that Saints defence to turn it from you know, a laughing stock from sort of the last, last 10 years now I know it's not just him and obviously Sean Payton but um, it's, it's probably a left field shout um, but they've just become so hard to play against. Um, and they're not what you think about when you think of the New Orleans Saints. It's a complete new identity. Um, I suspect I'm the only person that's going to say him. So this is where it gets impossible. <laughs> um, Mark, any thoughts for coordinator of the year?
1: Um, I, Like you said, this is really hard. I've gone with Eric Biennemi, um, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, I think will be one of the leading head coach candidates for next season. And the next
4: Jets head coach. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Um,
1: What he puts together offensively is some of the most exciting and exhilarating play that we've seen out of any NFL team potentially ever. Um, and I, I think he's. You, it's hard to look past him and the, what he's putting out. And it's odd because it's the, this is the Chiefs' best record in the NFL, and we haven't really mentioned them at all in any of these awards yet. Um, but I think that he is, um, he's the guy for me for coordinator.
3: Okay, Rich, I have gone with Dolphins defensive coordinator Josh Boyer because they ripped the heart out of that Dolphins team pretty much only a year ago and they've gone from that to a team that people are genuinely scared of now defensively uh and just just an incredible job there um so yeah he's my pick
0: okay three different names this is
5: going to go well <laughs> isn't it pat um i'm not going to help matters because i went with uh, brian Dable on the basis that his offense has been tremendous to watch this year in buffalo and look at the number of teams queuing up to request an interview with him for various open positions right now there's no better indictment across the league than that i might
0: i might add to that that the fact that we haven't given coach of the year to sean mcdermott uh, and maybe he's one of the reasons why and that that might give him a bit more in the argument um craig what are your thoughts
4: again I, I don't know matters at all uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'd give an honorable mention to salah i think he's done a great job having had before the season starts you're looking on paper at one of the strongest defenses in the league and by week two you've got one of the weakest defenses in the league and yet he's still had such good production um but if i, I i've gone Byron Levwich I think you consider his situation in Tampa you look at all the pieces he's had to put together imagine trying to manage or somehow negotiate a character like Arians and Tom Brady and then you chuck in the likes of Gronk and Evans and AB I can tell you it's the coordinator who's dealing with that shit and for him to have done that and make them such an exciting team To watch. Um, I'm surprised. I thought at least we'd have one other vote for Leftwich. I think he's been brilliant.
0: Okay, Adam, might need to go to you here. You're going to hate me for
4: this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I was sure that you would put down Adam, I put down Arthur Smith. But for for how exciting the the Titans' offense has been. That being said, I am kind of regretting that I've, I've put him down maybe it's from I didn't want this to be just a regular season awards as, as it is rather than uh, rather than playoff led but maybe it's looking at Josh Allen's numbers and and a, a bit of last night's game but I think Brian Dable is uh, probably the best candidate and how much he's de- how much Allen's numbers have developed over the last three years well this off season really is just incredible so I I kind of want to switch it and obviously I can but
0: I, I'm going to try and be true to my word and say Arthur Smith <laughs> Okay, I any objections? Kind of Pat. Pat mentioned it. Obviously, I think with not giving Coach of the Year to Sean McDermott, I'd be happy to give it to Dable. Um, but there still, are going to coach, be objections. Coach McDermott,
1: coach McDermott still, still should win that award, but um, <laughs> if, if, we, if we're going to be wrong on that one, take, we might take like
0: the win, Mark. Take the win so, or, or the loss, if that's how you oh, see my it.
4: Mike
1: Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's not even
4: top five. Yes he is. That's nonsense. We talk oh, about God. we're never um, gonna get
0: through this. Right, come <laughs> next on. Next pod, next um, pod, next pod will do it properly. <laughs> There's never enough time for it. I, I knew this deep down. All right, all pro team. Now um I'm gonna try and quickly go through this. Um we'll do we'll do the less arguably less fashionable positions first very quickly, if you could each run down who you've selected. Um offensive line, Pat, you had the left tackle, left guard and centre to pick.
5: Yes, left tackle, David Bakhtiari. Um, excellent season in Green Bay. Left guard, Quentin Nelson, Indianapolis Colts. It takes a lot of work keeping Philip Rivers out of trouble, and he's done that admirably <laughs> this season. Center, Corey Lindsley, also Green Bay. Um, if we have any listeners or our regular listeners, you should know I'm not a Green Bay fan, although I've picked three and go- argued the case for three Green Bay players this year. It's just there's not many Jags <laughs> who you can really root for in this category. Oh, dear. Uh, you've got you've actually gone the same left tackle and left guard as I did
0: for what it's worth, which is not very much. All right. Right guard was me. In fact, right guard and right tackle with me. Um I've gone for Zach Martin at right guard. Right tackle's a weird one because all the best tackles play on the other side. Um Jack Conklin, who's where my, my vote's gone in Cleveland, who's had a great season. Um he left Tennessee last last year as a more of a cap thing than anything else, and just so good with pass protection. So, so good. You just don't get past him. Um, Craig, ne- you're next up. Um, you needed two edge rushers and two interior linemen.
4: So for the um, for the ends, I think this is a position that I'd like to think we'd all get the same result. Uh, number one, first name, of the TG, T- uh, um, the first name on the team sheet, TJ Watt. Um, led the league in sats, led the league in tackles for a loss. Which is obviously a huge indicator when you're playing on the edge. And if you watch him, the guy is, is it's like Hercules. It's it's very it's a strange thing to watch. <laughs> um, so TJ, what the second um position was a, was was more difficult, but for time um, quick shout out to Miles Garrett who is just a mountain of a man. Um, Chase Young and Montez Sweat at the football team have both been brilliant, but I've gone with Khalil Mack. Um, who has you look at what the impact he's had at Chicago, and there's a reason that they are where they are. And you just think I still cannot understand Gruden's thought process for getting rid of Mac when he did. I mean, you lost the prime of him, and how much better would that team be? Anyway, um, for your interior defensive lineman, again, I'd like to think we'd have consensus on this. Aaron Donald, who is putting up ridiculous numbers from the tackle position. We've never seen a tackle do this. Um, second in the league in sets. third for tackle for a loss. You can't run at him, basically. You can't beat him one-on-one. For me, you know, probably the be- probably the most valuable player in the league. <laughs> and the second position, a few, a few candidates. Love Haywood at the Steelers. I think he's got a big reason why TJ Watt's able to just rush the quarterback all the time. Um... But I went with DeForest Buckner, um, nine and a half sacks, also got a safety, but the real indicator for me is how they have um, only, only only give up 90 uh, rush yards a game, which is second in the league, only to Tampa and 3.7 yards per rush attempt. Again, only better by the Bucks, which is a huge indicator of why Indianapolis have done as well as they have. So they're my picks.
0: Okay, good choices, I reckon. Um Rich, give us three linebackers.
3: All right. Obviously, we're not including edge eligible outside linebackers here. So, middle linebackers, inside linebackers. Uh, number one on my list was Fred Warner. Um, I did check with everyone else to make sure that wasn't a massive Homer pick, but you guys didn't push back on that yeah, one. No, so, you're good with
0: that. You based
3: based on his all round play and his his coverage is unbelievable. He covers like a, a defensive back slash safety. Um, just just an immense player. Uh, I, I don't like to pick names for namesake, but Bobby Wagner at the Seahawks has been immense this year. Uh, huge for their leadership and just brilliant as a run defender. And uh, Zach Cunningham, because the man averaged over 10 tackles a game, which is ridiculous.
0: Okay. Um, that was three, wasn't it? Yeah, that was three. <laughs> um, okay, three cornerbacks. Um, Russ picked those who's who's not here. He went for... Carlton Davis from Tampa, JC Jackson from the Pats and Xavier Howard um, and two safeties, which he also picked, Minka Fitzpatrick and Justin Simmons. Um, I managed to miss the kicker and the punter when I was divvying these out. Um, we had a quick chat on, what, on WhatsApp before this. Um, all pro kicker. Um, Yonkwe Ku seemed to be a popular name, which I hadn't really considered, but actually looking at his stats, he probably, probably deserves it. And I... I He's just a, he seems a likeable guy. He's entertaining. He obviously had all those those tricks when he came out of college. college. Um, so we'll go with Koo, shall we? Um, We're giving out awards
4: for likability. Okay, cool. <laughs> I,
0: I didn't say Koo. I'm just, uh, anyway. Um, he's not who I picked, by the way, for what it's worth, which is nothing. Um, All-pro punter. Um, I said Bajorquez. Um, but so, I mean, a couple of others said perhaps he's not the sample size isn't isn't that big. Um, someone gave another name. Remind me.
5: I said Jake Bailey, New England. OK,
0: I mean, it's, it's nice to give a, a punter award to a, a bad team to give them something. So let's do that. Um,
5: <laughs> d- enjoy
0: pages. that too. <laughs> OK, and then all pro kick returner, pump returner and special teamer, Mark.
1: Um, so kick returner, um, I think by a distance, it's Cordero Patterson. Um, only only um, kick returner that's got over 1,000 yards. Um, got a touchdown, which a lot of the, the other guys that were up there in yardage haven't got. Um, and one of the highest averages, nearly 30 yards return as well, which is pretty impressive. Punt returner, um, I, I, it's another, yeah, it's another patron, unfortunately. But Gunnar Olszewski. Um, highest yards in the season best average of people that have done more than like one punt return um but 17 yards per average on a on a punt return with when he's run when he's had 20 returns is is pretty incredible um and managed a touchdown as well um and because you can't have too many bills in your team um and he hasn't because he's not gone on either of these awards i'm going to give the uh the dedicated special teams player to andre roberts just because he is right up there in yardage for both categories in terms of kickoff returns and punt returns um and is just a, a phenomenal electric player um so he's in there as well
5: okay Good can stuff. we have an honorable mention for george Odom of the indianapolis colts who had 20 special team tackles this season four more than any other player Yes. that impresses the heck out of me and you know defensive players are always overlooked for stuff like this so i wanted to shout that out
0: also a bit of love for all the gunners who should be um considered for for this award but all oh. constantly overlooked i Gun- can't Gun- a Gun- I- I- I-
1: I- did win an award.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay nice <laughs> um right uh, uh okay skill positions um we're gonna try to do this as quickly as possible um without pulling back the curtain too much, there's a game on soon that we'd all quite like to watch. Um all pro quarterback, I think we've discussed him already. Um I I guess with this there's not too much opposition to Rogers um if it's it's just illogical if we don't give that to him having <laughs> having given him the MVP. Yes, we'll give that um, to Pat. Um... Yeah. Well it isn't it isn't it isn't
3: illogical. It oh, would oh, make okay. sense here, here we make... go here we go it would
4: make sense to have Josh Allen be, yep, be the um uh, Be the uh whatever we're discussing now. I don't know all pro Q now All pro QB <laughs> and for Rogers to win the most valuable, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah, right, I think fine. Josh
5: Allen, you don't want to nominate people for two categories. Josh Allen for this one. Okay. He... Um Adam,
0: is that the right way to do it? Just I'm to... I'm not gonna argue with it. It, it. It's not the way I did
2: it, but I'm not gonna I think it's a quite uh, even way of doing it, especially given how much you were debating it at the start of the show. To be honest,
0: okay, That's fair it. enough. Jo- Josh Allen's our all-pro QB, all-pro running back. Uh, I mean, the same thing might happen with this. I don't know. I mean, we've given Derek. an award to Henry already.
1: It's it's either like Henry or Kamara, isn't it? And I, I think from two thousand
4: yards, it's it's Henry. Henry's the best running back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we're saying we're not saying that Josh Allen is okay. Right. Fine. Derek <laughs> if, Henry.
4: <laughs> could
1: be.
0: <laughs> um, all sure, Sean, Sean McDermott
1: <laughs> I mean there's there's one name in this conversation. I don't think it needs to go anywhere other than Travis Kelsey.
0: 100%. I, I yeah. do agree. Okay. Let's not overcomplicate. That. Sorry, I missed that. So... I said it helps when
2: George Kittle is injured. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Very, very yeah. fair. Very fair.
0: That's fair. Darren Wallace had a nice season, by the way. Um but not that nice a season. He'll be yeah. the other one I did, but not quite the same level. No, exactly. <laughs> All right, um, this I'm going to save the last one, which might be a bit awkward. Um, but we need to pick two all-pro wide receivers now. I think it's it sounds difficult, but I don't think this is. Nope. 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 Two I names. I got two names. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, are we 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 presumably all saying Adams and Diggs, unless I've grossly yep. misread the situation? Yeah. I
1: <laughs> the, the only other name that I think is in the conversation is Tyreek Hill. Um but I think those first two names do stand out for me. Adam They've and Dixon been Dixon. the
0: best two they've been the best two
4: receivers in the league for me. I am gotcha. not sure it's been that yeah. close. Justin one, this... one I'd consider, but no, I had the same two.
1: If this was taken off the first ten games, I think DK Metcalf would be a reasonable shout yep. as well. Yep. But um over the over the course of the season, because DK's fallen off a cliff, you would go with um Adams and Diggs.
5: Yeah. If you were given oh, this like... DK, you'd have to give it to um Jalen Ramsey to put it in his pocket, wouldn't you? So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never a, a more bitter word spoken. Right. I don't like um, saying that. <laughs> yeah, we, we know. We know. Um, it's all good. Right. Finally, finally, all pro slot receiver. Thanks for this, Adam. Um,
1: <laughs> I think there's only one name you go here.
3: Yeah, I'm going to agree with Mark here, annoyingly. Yeah, I
0: think there's only one name. Oh, it's Cole no, I... Beasley. Nope. That's not who I had. Oh, that's um, not who I had. The, the un- one thing I would say about this is a pity that Tyreek Hill doesn't play in the slot. I know he used to <laughs> a bit um, because it just seemed the perfect fit, but he's, he doesn't really. Too fast. So it, well, yeah, too fast for anything. C- Cooper Cup, man.
4: Like, are we consider- Do we consider him a slot receiver or do we consider him an outsider? Because he plays mainly in the slot. And-
2: I've definitely heard uh, people tried to work out the snap counts and whether he was a slot or not, but he's definitely been counted as a as a slot receiver on at least one ballot, I can tell you that much.
4: Because Cole, Cole Beasley, I rate him, but he has done a lot due to scheme and digs, whereas Cooper Cup... A Cooper Cup hasn't.
1: <laughs> what, what, basically, of... it, well, basically, Sean McVay's entire scheme is that. Yeah, but,
4: boy, you've got,
1: you've got, you've got, you can't, can't say ball. it's one thing, but then say that he's freelancing...
4: Well, no, I'm saying that you've got, if you've got Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, it is a lot easier playing slot receiver than it is if you've got jo- Jared Goff
3: and or um, Bobby Trees. I mean, he's pretty useful this year. Yeah. <laughs> there's not, there's not uh, a lack of I don't, other receiving I'm, talent there.
0: I may regret this. I'm going to throw another name out there um, because he's their entire team. Alan Robinson at Chicago. Yep. Um, and who uh, again? it's does he count as a slot receiver? I was about to say, does he, he, he,
4: does he play doesn't... in the slot? He's, he, he plays, he's got to play more outside
3: than he does. <laughs> I'm, missing, his, I'm guessing. His, I'm guessing his, he's um... played in. I'm guessing he's played in the slot because they don't have anyone else.
4: <laughs> well, they're moving around, but predominantly
3: <laughs> he's. be the case. Yeah, he's, he's a receiver. receiver, isn't he? So he's yeah. not. He, he can't be. Yeah, I'm with Craig.
1: I think Chris Godwin has to be a shout as well. He plays lines up a lot in the yeah. slot for the Bucks. Um, I think what his his production in that team is also is
4: also excellent. Scotty, Scotty Miller's their slot receiver, really. Godwin, because even because then you could say Mike Evans. Mike Evans will play slot now and again. Mm.
0: Scotty Miller's there. Uh, uh, I, I knew this. I knew this is how this conversation would
4: I, go. I, I, I think Beasley's um, got to be up there, but I think it they, they, it does have to be a slot receiver. It's got to be somebody who who's predominantly plays inside two wide outs
3: okay as a neutral who doesn't like agreeing with mark uh, the reason i say beasley is the number of times in a bills game this year that they have been in a a, a situation that a clutch players needed it's almost always beasley that's on the receiving end of that play the the amount of those those
1: third down receptions that he's converted for first downs that's won us games is yeah off the off the charts this year
3: and and not necessarily just find a soft spot in the zone and catch a ball two yards beyond the line of scrimmage he's been making yards after catch sometimes yards after contact i i hadn't rated him before this year but i've been really impressed with him and i can't think of another pure slot receiver that has done a better job in you know in key situations
0: that feels like an argument that is going to win and it might win me over it's one doesn't need to win mark over and that's enough. So Cole Beasley's going to be our slot receiver. Um, and he's a think... damn
1: fine singer as well. He's
4: uh, releasing country music. Go and have a listen. <laughs> in fairness, their they're, um, Cooper Cup and Cole Beasley's stats are very similar. Both just under the thousand yard mark. Cole Beasley with four touchdowns. Cooper Cup with three. So
0: Cole Beasley I, I think... gets it for being spotted in the Capitol yeah. Building um, stealing stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the picture. Hmm. <laughs> All right, um, I don't know if anybody's paid attention to all of those. Um I will formalize this and get our long snap of vote done um for you Adam. Um thanks for joining us by the way. Um all thank good, you Rich, fun. Craig, Pat, Mark. There's no none of our usual sort of any other business this week um or this week. This is this is a special pod. Um so that that will be it. I wanna see
4: this level of uh rigidity on a Tuesday, mate. Anyone would think you've got somewhere to be, geese. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: This
4: guy's trying to get us the hell out of here.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's what we need. Just schedule it, schedule this before something important every week. Uh, It would it would run like clockwork. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. That was it. Um our Long Sanford podcast, special podcast. Thanks to 99 Yards. Thanks, all of you. Thanks for listening. Um, We'll be back again soon. Bye for now.